Thanks for tuning in to It's a Guy Thing podcast. This is Mario. This is Michael. This is Rick. And we got a special guest. This is Alicia. And let's get it on. All right, guys. So welcome back. Uh, we're really honored to have a special guest with us here because uh, after getting some of your feedback, we've heard some of the things you guys have said, some emails, and uh, our audience that is uh, coming along pretty cool. We've had some guys and girls chime in with what they've heard, and so we thought it would be cool to have one of the girls on. So again, Alicia, it's really great having you with us here. Thanks for coming out. Absolutely. It's terrible having you here. Oh, yeah, likewise. I voted against it. Oh, hey, no problem. <laughs> I'm happy to is. have you here. Glad to be here. So, I put you uh, back in the corner. Wow, don't put baby in the corner. <laughs> so for today, we've got a It's a Girl Thing podcast coming at you live. And um, even though it's recorded, but we're live. <laughs> Pre-recorded. We're we, live. We are we're live. live. We have heartbeats. And we've, and we've done this take like 50 billion times, so hopefully mm-hmm. you guys are getting the best cut. Yeah, if yeah. you guys actually knew that it's taken us an hour and a half to yeah. get to this point. Oh, start you, off. Start off with uh, why. We, we got... We, we want transparency, of course. Of course. As yeah, that man I, says. Yes, so I agree. So when I'm you're when you're setting up a podcast, what are some <laughs> essential items you guys think you need to bring? Because some of my favorite items, cords, would cords, not include a cords. computer. I don't think you need laptops to no. get your podcast Although going. Well, yeah, Although we have on three laptops sitting in on the table here. Of and computers. Then one but you. I'm a fan of microphones. Mm, mm. I'm a fan of headphones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And headphone splitters. Headphone splitters. <clears throat> All of mm. which were forgotten at home when I was rushing out because <laughs> I just needed to leave before my son decided he was going to wake up and stay up. So I apologize. Thanks, You're Rick, for, for lending us a couple of mics. We broke into Appreciate the nearest it. pawn shop we could find. Stole all their electrical equipment. We now have a DJ business for and, this weekend. And we are still looking for first sponsors. Gig, first gig. So that way we don't have to steal stuff. We can actually pay for it with real money. And we now have enough karaoke mics to start mm-hmm. our own YCM, YMCA mm-hmm. band. Whatever yeah, we call Mike's it. got a couple of mics here, too. The YCM. YCM. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really long night, guys, it and we really haven't has. even gotten so, started. Yeah. So, so we're, we are excited. And uh, again, we do have our, our wonderful female lady guest with us. And uh, that's kind of cool. So um, I brought all my female lady parts with me. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, well, Unlike good. Mario, I, w- I was prepared. Wow. Oh, nice. That's a zing. Damn. That hurts. All right. So, uh, so something we were talking about earlier uh, before we started up, while we were looking for <laughs> Which is what we do. We always talk about things first. Is, well, uh, is we were talking about the um, the Star Wars picture. Right. Yes. So, as everybody knows, you know, d- December of 2015 will be the uh, reintroduction of the Star Wars universe once again. Yes. So, I was talking about, you know, how... Nowadays, if social media is not promoting something and the hype isn't really there, is it really going to be worth your time? Because obviously a juggernaut like Star Wars, you know, that's that's bigger than everybody. Mm -hmm. So the fact that, you know, any detail whatsoever, whether it's the title of the movie or who's going to be in it comes out, it's going to be completely jumped on and seen by a billion people. So the thing that just got released was this uh, casting photo. It's a black and white photo and it's a casting photo of all the people that are going to be in it, including the uh, cast members from the original, which is what? Yes. Hamill, Ford, Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. Mayhew. Mm-hmm. And Mayhew. Mayhew. And, uh, and uh, decrepit Mayhew. Uh, and then uh, the, Kenny. The Wookiee. Kenny Baker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anthony Daniels, Anthony right? Anthony Daniels. Daniels. Mm-hmm. So all of those guys plus the new cast have been released. So everybody here saw the picture? 
Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yes, I did. No, I refuse. I refuse to see it because I, I feel a little robbed. How do robbed. you avoid social media? Well, I feel a little robbed. I, I, I feel like I can't look at this picture because I had it built up in my head already that they were going to throw it to the fans. They were going to give us everything we wanted from the expanded universe of Star Wars. See, so, okay, so this is where our, my ignorance comes in because my my limited view of Star Wars is episodes uh, three, one, four, five, and six. To me, one, two, and three didn't exist. That never happened. So the expanded universe, I mean, I'm guessing that's the novels? Well, it's kind of like fan fiction. I, I mean, I guess you could okay. say it's it's not, Lucas himself didn't write it, you know, but he signed off on it. And isn't that better that we don't want Lucas to write things anymore? <laughs> yeah, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with that one. But <laughs> it's all these stories that were compiled, and they're almost canon. It, it's kind of respected by the fans as almost canon. We find out what happens to Luke. We find out what happens to you know everybody post Episode Six, and it's I mean there's incredible storylines. So I purposely don't Avoided want it. to know because for me it was exciting to say oh. I can look at the poster and, and maybe try and figure out that that's Han and Leia's, you know, Jedi twins that they're supposed to have, or that's, you know, Luke's son, or that's the Emperor Palpatine clone, because all of this is from the oh, Expanded Universe. Interesting. That's right. Well, see, I, I had heard some stuff from the Expanded Universe, like Chewie dies. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. You just ruined the, the movie, wow. dude. Look, in the it's book. Moving, in the yeah, book. but see, there's, there's the about, an, I mean, there's so a thousand they don't go books that way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a, a ton of different ways that they could go. They may end up going storyline from the books. They may not. I don't think they're going to, but here's the thing. Like, even if that stuff is really, really well written and it's really great and the fans have adopted it as the true story, I think some things could be looked at as logical things that would happen after part six and some things are just like, oh, that's nice. That's cute. But, you know, if you're a filmmaker and you're going to take it on, like every modern filmmaker, they all want, and maybe even we should defend the idea that they should have their own stamp on whatever film they're making versus here's this laid out story by all these people that, and why wouldn't Lucas sign off on it? It's just one more thing to put your name on and, you know, have as a residual, yeah, you know, like royalty to yourself. Dollars. But, mm-hmm. you know, so it doesn't really matter what it is because there's so much stuff out there. How can you determine what expanded stuff is? <clears throat> part of a natural story progression and what part of it is just, you know, really ridiculously far-fetched. But like for me, like Boba Fett jetpacking out of the Sarlacc, that makes sense. That makes sense that mm. a trailer for the new movie would just be like a quick little 10 second thing of just hearing the little jetpack take off and you just see a, the Sarlacc pit from a real far distance and you see a little jet going through the air and that's yeah. it. And then boom, you see the, the Star Wars logo across and that's cool. it. That's your only Sell trailer, it. Yeah. Sell it. you know, and <clears throat> So for me, you know, I'm not, I'm not vested in in the expanded universe. I think it's cool, it's fun, but there's fan fiction on all, you know, the yeah. the fantasy and the sci-fi and that stuff. You know, when we could write our own story tonight and just talk about it. But for me, it's like you know, J.J. Abrams is the one that's going to helmet. And of all the people, I mean, really, I can't think besides like Spielberg, who else really is going to take that on and mm, attempt yeah. to do it justice because. Really, that's just getting harder and harder to do is make a good movie from something we already know about, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just... Well, it's, he did great with Star Trek. I thought so, too. I thought they were really, really good. And I know a lot of people hate that the story's been rebooted and it's part of the old story because it kind of nullifies all that stuff. But really, those things still happen. So if you're not being like yeah. too emotional about it or too dramatic, yeah. it's... It's connected, but it's not. All that stuff, all the stuff that happened in the original series still holds true. It's still real. So it's not like it didn't happen. It's just, again, another part of the story that carries through. Something they luckily 
haven't fallen into with the with the new Star Wars film and probably films that come after is that it's not a reboot. It's not you know like Star Trek or all the other kind of properties that are floating around right now, where yeah, they're reboots or remakes, or whatever. Sequels. It's an actual continuation of a story. It's 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 twenty years later, right? That's where it's supposed to pick up, right? If I'm not mistaken, so it mm-hmm. picks up yeah. twenty years later, which. I mean, which makes sense. I mean, because at least you're not pretending like you know the these actors aren't you know like their skin's not falling off yeah. their faces already. So at least you're you're kind of like <laughs> Some you're of in anyway. the realm of reality. Yeah, it's in the realm of reality, and it's it's definitely. Um, I think for me, it's a good starting off point. I mean, I think I think it's a, it's a thin line because you certainly want to be able to make a new movie and have it stand on its own, but still obviously respect the old films, but. You also can't look at it either as like the way they do it with everything else now with the comic book movies and all mm-hmm. that where each each first film is just like the template for a franchise to come or right. an expansion Set to up. come. Yeah. And that and that's where I, you know, like I know they've talked about that too about making origin movies or like the expanded movies on the sides and stuff like that, which is great. But the only thing I'm really concerned with first is like just make a good movie. Like you said, just yeah. make a good movie. If you make a good movie, everything else will fall into place after that because yeah. – you set the standard. Like Star Wars was a good movie on its own, right? You come to Empire Strikes Back and Irving Kirshner comes in and directs it, and it's a hundred times better than Star Wars. You know what I mean? But it, at least Star Wars set the template. Like this is the universe. It created the characters. It created the, you know, the, the basic structure so that everybody understands it, and then you can go from there. Right. But see, you know? that brings up the point. Irving Kirshner came in and directed it, but it was not so out of the vein of Star Wars that you felt oh my goodness, this is no longer Star Wars. This is his version of Star Wars. And that's what I'm afraid that J.J. Abrams is going to do is he's going to come in and be like, this is my Star Wars versus, you know, like you have the first uh, first three being four, five, and six for me, of course, right. because mm-hmm. Amen. that's right. But each director improved on something that was already set there. And it's not like they came in trying to prove this is my movie. This is what I'm going to do with it because I'm going to put my stamp right. on it. And I feel like Abrams is doing that, that this is now my baby and I've got to take it versus within the world and the realm of Star Wars that has already been created, already has a fan base. I mean, look at what happened with Harry Potter. I mean, you had really good direction, the first two movies. The third one, okay, a little different. And then four through seven just went off on who knows what, these weird tangents of like, well, I'm going to take it this way, I'm going to take it that way. And I'm afraid that Star Wars is going to be the same way where we don't need the director to shape the movie. Star Wars is already... I think the biggest problem that you run into with... I mean, in Star Wars is kind of an anomaly because, you know, franchises that are relatively modern, like, you know, like the Lord of the Rings franchises or like the Harry Potter or anything else you know like x-men or something like that those are all films that are relatively new and even 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 if they have franchises built into them they're all within the last you know within the last 20 years or so where you have star wars where you're you're talking about something that started you know 35 years ago or whatever it is Mm -hmm. so that that's a thing too is now is that you're talking about you know with a harry potter movie or the lord of the rings trilogy you know you're talking about your target audience growing up with the movies with that franchise so you know either as an adult viewing those things and you know you're able to see them and discern those things easier obviously than like a five-year-old a five-year-old's like oh there's goblins and people flying and that's all that really matters to like a five-year-old which (laughs) is fine you know but obviously with star wars it has that whole other weight attached to it which is you have this history which is you have all this like gravity which i think to some degree is unfair at this point because 
you have guys that are, you know, 50 years old laying sole claim to this thing and, it, and, and holding it as if it's, you know, something that's a really sacred thing when in, in actuality it's it's not. Guys you know what I mean? laying claim to guys. this thing. I mean, I always Uh-oh. say guys. Uh-oh. Guys, you said, girls. You said the buzzword. You Oop. said the buzzword. Uh-oh. But, it is. <laughs> but you, know, you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, that's thing is, like, I think that's an interesting problem to have if you're J.J. Abrams. I, is because you not only are you trying to appease the old fans, I'm using quotes, old fans, <laughs> but you're trying to appease the, you know, buying public now, which is parents who are taking their kids to see these movies. Right. You know, th- that's a big part a, of it. I don't think it's too complicated. I mean, really, like maybe, Alisa, what you're saying is like how the blueprint for the universe of Star Wars is already laid out. The lightsaber should look a certain way. It should yeah. strike a certain way. It has a certain mm-hmm. sound effect that should always happen. The blaster should sound a certain way. The you know it's got there's a certain color hue to the there's cinematography that that should that yeah. should stick to the the same schema, right? But the story that's what's gonna at the end of the day gonna be the compelling factor, and that's what made you know uh, like the newer X Men First Class. That was a really good X Men because it had a really good story. It was straight up and you know didn't really try to do too much. It wasn't trying and and the, we've talked about this before, like with the that previous episode talking about the matrix and stuff like that, where mm, yeah. those sequels weren't good because at the end of the day, they weren't focused on their story. They were focused on something else like breaking a, bar- a barrier with CG or, effects or, or, building or, or a doing franchise. something. Yeah. Or building yeah. a franchise yeah. or, you know, they were trying to do something new. And even George Lucas talked about that with like Phantom Menace, where he was like, this specific thing has never been done before. There's never been this many frames of CG in a movie before. And there's never been this. It's always about doing something new versus what is your mm-hmm. story? Why do we care? Why right. are we compelled to see these characters once yeah. again? Why do I want to see Luke as an old man? Why do I want to see Harrison Ford as an old man? What is going to be compelling? Why would there be another villain after Palpatine's been destroyed? Why does it matter now? So, that's going to be the thing that I think Abrams is going to be focused on because if it was just about the blueprint of Star Wars, you don't need a big name director. You can get a no name director and just have the studio say, Mario Zamoron, we're going to have you direct the movie and, you know, this is what you're going to this do. Ba- basically, do. Jerry Jones it, right? You know, where you've got Jerry telling your head coach, this is how it works. Do as I yeah. say. And, you know, you're going to wear the figurehead, but I'm behind the scenes running it. So yeah. is that kind of what you were looking at yeah i i can definitely agree with that because i think there's so much of a fan base that does not want to see their you know childhood messed around with they don't want to walk in and just feel betrayed from the first scene on you know one two and three were (laughs) one two and three i think that's why it's for me at least like that's why it's kind of exciting now because we've already like people of our age have already been through the trauma of having to see the original so now it's like it's like really can you do any worse than phantom menace well that's the thing i think i think too many people are still recovering and and still so jaded from it and went in to each episode saying maybe maybe it will be better maybe they'll reclaim maybe it'll be just as amazing as that trailer promised it would be and then at the end i'm just uh, so I, yeah. I think we got it. I think we have to just come back to have a massive Star Wars episode eventually. We're definitely kind of giving our little preview into yeah. the full, the full three-hour yeah. podcast episode on exactly. You know, or I don't a trilogy know, of podcast episodes. Mario, you're going to have to brush up a little bit. Maybe go to Wikipedia Ooh. because I mean, seriously, I, I, I'm listening and it's a guy thing, and I'm kind of impressed that I. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I'm knowing a little bit more than you here on the, well, on the Star Wars. No, that's front. great. I think that's awesome. I, I'm I'm glad to know that. Well, some other things that you were that we were kind of mentioning before were video games as well, and something that again I'm gonna have to be like uh, I haven't paid attention to it since the early '90s. You had mentioned uh, Final Fantasy. It's my jam. So what was the last what was the last version of the game that you actually enjoyed or played or? It's sad because I used to enjoy you know RPGs and their full I mean 150 200 hours of my life that I would devote to them Warcraft to too? beat oh yeah Warcraft all the way but nice. you know it, what happened is is these games became I now have to buy a subscription to mm. go online and pay all this money and all this time and then I've got like a level 2 elf and then some like level 7000 warlord's going to come like kick my ass because I haven't been on night and day because I have a career <laughs> so you know I, I played Final Fantasy all the way from the first one up to about 12 and Damn. was doing okay got 13 and was all excited because it's pretty and shiny and got you know really cool uh, platform and then the game is just so damn big. I can't. There's not enough hours in the day anymore. Yeah. You get halfway through and if you don't have, you know, game facts or a help guide or a something, which I don't agree with, but it comes to the point where you're going, everything's kicking my ass. Why? Probably because I haven't spent 500,000 hours. <laughs> Do you think, does it go against the gamer's code to look up game facts or have a, a guide? When you walk into a GameStop or any game Nintendo place, it's power. like... Well, did Nintendo Power give like a full? It, it was just like little no, tips, yeah, right? it was tips. tricks. But it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a full book yeah. that had every cheats. single thing yeah, plus yeah. codes and all that. So, right. no, Game Shark. Are you Game morally Shark. opposed to that stuff? <laughs> I'm not morally opposed. I have used them, and not the first playthrough. That I think is wrong. You have to play that game, and you have to see. Am I going to be able to like? Okay, but if I if I've dedicated that much of my life, and then all of a sudden okay, I've spent 100 hours and I am mm -hmm. no longer because I can't play the game without a help book anymore. And that's where I feel yeah. like these RPGs are going now is that you need to have this big book yeah. next to you, like the Bible of the game. And that pisses me off. Well, that's a because, way to merchandise it. Well, yeah, exactly. Like buy the game and buy the $40 help book <laughs> next exactly. to it. No, it that's... costs as much as the game. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't have time for that anymore. And I don't want to be sitting there first time through and be like, yeah, let me get every single spell and every single crystal and yeah. every single whatever. And I can imagine, like, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i lazy. So, like, even as a kid, <laughs> I didn't... Even when I came across that stuff, there was, a, a think, a, a book that came with one, like, the original Legend of Zelda, like, the gold one, right? There was a little oh, yeah. gold mm -hmm. book that came with it that yeah. had some information and stuff. And I remember as a kid even, like, having that meaning, oh, that's cool. Throw it away. Like I just I had no time for it, so it's like it amazes me now with like with the younger generation having the very limited uh, attention span that they do, anyways, that they could actually sit through through. I mean, Call of Duty is one thing you can say yeah. we we're talking about that before. You can sit there and you can play Episode a couple two. of you can play a couple of of uh, of rounds, you know, without a huge investment. Yeah. You can yeah. you know it takes minutes, roughly boom, 15, 20 minutes and you're done, and it's easy. You can you know whatever log on but get killed game, 50 times big huge games i mean we yes. even talked about like uh grand theft auto 5 where i you know it's i finally broke down and bought it a while back and i got really into it for a couple of weeks and then i kind of like was away for it from about a week and then i came back and i was like where am i at i got three characters to manage and their houses and their planes and their shit Jeez. and i'm just like 
I, I don't know how to get back into it. I don't know how to like do that anymore because I don't have the patience, the time, or like the brain hard drive space to do that, which is crazy. No, they, it's they, so true. They're no longer this like nice, happy, easy, linear, like, here you go, here's the next yeah, step. But, that, but that's the point is everybody has been clamoring for more. Everybody has been saying, you know, well, why do I need a PlayStation 2 when I've got my PlayStation 1? Well, because it's got all this expanded capability to have these 3D immersive worlds where you're not being told what to do because... Nintendo is the king of the left to right, you know, scroll game. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that are going under. They just posted $400 million Mm -hmm. plus in losses for the quarter because they've dedicated themselves to innovating. And then with these, you know, like Final Fantasy games, which part six is, I call it three because my cartridge says Final Fantasy three. Amen. But now it's called six in the canon. That is (laughs) the best Final Fantasy. And I'm curious, Rick or Mario, have you ever played one? No. I played one when I was a kid. So it might've been one of the first couple. And again, I had zero tolerance or time for that stuff. I think I had the, (laughs) what was that one game? I think I got it free through a subscription or something. I got Uh the dragon warrior or one of those. It was one of those games where it's like, you've met enough. What do you want to say to him? You know, like that kind of (laughs) bullshit. And I played it for a little while. Cause I was like, yeah, I can do this. And I was like, I couldn't even handle it. I had that fucking game. You remember that game? Bomberman. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, all you would do is jump around and hit, fucking balloons and do stupid <laughs> shit and you would play it and, I, and like i'd play for like two hours because i had like 10 games so it wasn't like you had a lot to do you know and like and i'd be like what the fuck am i doing like i'm just collecting f- <laughs> fucking balloons and i'm hopping and flying around these rooms and it was stupid and i said it, it and that's me like I, I'm, a, I'm i realize when it comes to people that play video games i'm in the minority because i'm i don't consider myself a gamer because i have zero right like Interest. I mean, not almost the interest because I like playing games, but I have zero ability to like invest myself in them. Well, like, and, yeah. and you know, like with uh, Madden is about as is as close as I get. You know, and that that, that is I can say that is a vice. Is like, <laughs> you know, like the old Madden. And see, that's funny because I'm a hardcore sports nut, and yet for me, like Madden, I won't play that unless I'm playing with a, another person. I can't play alone and do a franchise mode and do one full season of 16 games plus playoffs and then do what your psycho ass does with the <laughs> multiple seasons with the same game. I mean, I can yeah. if when I've bought them, and I think the last one I bought was like 2012, and when I bought it, I think it was the one that had Brett Favre on the cover, yeah, which yeah. is kind of ironic but yeah um i think i played maybe two or three games on my own and i was my brain was mush and that's what you see about final fantasy yeah. but yet but for there, me like those games is about again the story for yeah. me i say well i i agree with you in the, in the sense that like when i play, they're filmic when i play madden the reason why i can invest like, like in a, a, like in a madden like franchise and this is kind of sad that i'm admitting this but it's because i can like if I'm playing Madden with like real the real players, right? And eventually, you know, within a couple of years, they kind of filter out and they retire or they become coaches or whatever. And then you start getting these like recruits, so you like can name them and you know where they're from. And they're fake people, but this is what I do is it like, and which is what keeps me invested, which is I start to like because I'm stupid. I start to create backstories. I'm like, oh, you know, Jim Bob Jones from Texas, man. He came from a single parent household, and he's trying to buy his mom a new car, and he's just trying to make the team for Rick, you know. And and that's and I'm like, I'm in like taking a dump at lunchtime, and I'm like giving press conferences for Jim Bob Jones. I'm like, well, you know, I'm just you know trying to get out there and beat Aaron Foster out for the you know starting position, and I think I can do it this year. And he's just you know he doesn't have any heart, and I I think I do, and. So that's, but I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not knocking the Final Fantasy RPG thing because I get. No, it, I understand. It requires an investment, but for me, it's you know that that that's the only way I can get that deep into it is. And I'm just saying, for me, like the payoff for these kind of games at the end of the day, it's worth it for me to sit through seventy hours of Final Fantasy three slash six and 
know that I finished it and actually played it and beat it multiple times, but that was a Super Nintendo game uh, at the time. And uh, I mean, it still is. That's when I played it. And I remember just feeling, you know, the, the pixels, you know, 16-bit pixels, but you still feel like this emotional attachment, even as a young teenager and even now as an, an adult, I can look back on it fondly. I'm like, oh, that was so stupid. I'm like, now, and I haven't played one really since. I played eight, I think, a little bit. But Alicia, you've beaten them all, the ones you've played? Yes. All wow, the ones I've that's played. Amazing. I've, I've that's, that is impressive. Yeah. That's and, incredible. And, you know, I, I liked the fact that, uh, here's a throwback, I, I played the game uh, Chrono Trigger, and that's, I think, one of the most exceptional RPGs of all time, so fans, if you guys, girls, have not played this game. Is it like King's Quest? Uh, SNES game. I mean, it's, it's sure. <laughs> so I had that on the PC. You had to go. Yeah. To the, you had to go to the the uh, C prompt to, yeah, to nice. turn it on. Oh, Grab the tree. Ooh, no, so nice. I I replayed Chrono Trigger, and I mean, within maybe three four weeks. Okay, and and this is that I am an adult. I have a job. I have a child. I I have you know. I don't have as many hours as I used to, and I could beat this game. I could play it. I could enjoy it. I could mm-hmm. beat it. It was difficult. It was fun. There were side quests. Now, I can't say I've beaten Final Fantasy Thirteen because, guess what? I'm halfway through, and it's like, now it's an open format. Go do whatever oh, you want yeah. for the next... <laughs> I like the way that sounded. That's that's from for our the next, segment last time. Yeah. <laughs> For the next hundred hours, here's your open format. And like you were saying with uh, Grand Theft Auto, you know, you come back and you haven't played it in mm. a week, and all of a sudden, what's what's yeah. going on? Where am I? What do I do? I need to start the whole game over. Oh God, I don't <laughs> have that kind of time anymore. Oh man. Okay, so so obviously Star Wars, video games, both things that are typically guy things that you definitely enjoy. What else? I know you had a list. You said that you had I a do, list of I do things. I have a list. I'm, what what, I would, do you, have what a list. would you like? Of course, to cover she has next? a list. She's a woman. Oh, oh whoa! <laughs> and and here I'm gonna oh read uh, before before Someone you, has to play that before card. you get into your list. I'm gonna read you guys a list of ways for guys to win an argument with a lady. Oh, I can't wait to hear oh, this. Oh man, here it is. Did you type this up yourself? Do, do you hand her? A this glass is of after wine a survey first? of all intelligent men Life around moves. the world. Here it is. That would be zero. I wasn't surveyed. I know. <laughs> Ready? Oh, yes. slice! I did that on purpose. Kimbo slice. Here's a list. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> oh, okay. We needed the crickets chirping on that soundbite. That's yeah, well, maybe we'll do that in post. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> you pretty much just hand her a glass of wine and walk away quietly, slowly. That's all so, what, keep mama happy, the whole family's happy mm-hmm, kind of thing? Pretty yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So well, and you know, that brings me to something that I think people associate with women is wine, but... What always pissed me off was... Because they're whiners. Oh. Wow. He's not wow. a <laughs> God. Okay, so, so his hurts. views are not necessarily not necessarily shared by the rest of us. It's good. It's good. No, it's but a disclaimer. I never liked when I, when I started drinking no, that I was always like. offered these like really, really ridiculously sugary women drinks. Like I don't drinks. like that. Yeah. I don't like that these. Hey, can I get you a Cosmo? Yeah, pretty much. And I've maybe drank one in my life, yeah. and I don't. I don't appreciate that we can't be associated with. I enjoy some yeah. good hard and liquor. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I can't say anybody that I that I know in the in the circle of 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 coolness. But there's a lot of guys that like fruity, sugary. Yeah. I mean, literally well, fruity, is, sugary good, drinks. Do you yeah. drink it in so, public? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't. That's what. That's. Just, I like. I think probably the closest I could get is like a hurricane, which 
technically does have fruit in it. That's about as girly um, as you get because no, hurricanes. No, those jack are disgusting. You, you will they will be throwing me. up all over San Antonio. Rock you like her. But yeah, I feel like, like I, that was the whole point of girly drinks. Is like, ooh, let's give let's give our girl that we're here with like all this sugar drink, and then there's like seven different yeah. liquors, so I only have to buy her well, one. Okay, but the, the girls the girls aren't. <clears throat> they're not served those drinks. They order their drinks, or because, someone orders for people, them and they accept it. Because a lot of people like. So where does that come from? Because a lot of people like, and even guy. Again, this is why I'm going back to guys. Is there's people that just don't like the taste of beer or liquor, so they'd rather mask it with something that tastes like a Sonic slush, and right? I, so, th- so that's the thing. I mean, and that's why I say I include guys in the in the the in guilt the mix, of, yeah. of of nasty drinks. You know. So what's your favorite liquor though? Just because it came up. Mm-hmm. I definitely like a good crown. Mm-hmm. Do you drink it straight or do you mix it? I definitely mix it, but I don't mind drinking it straight. I also don't mind sipping a good tequila. Oh, that's so girly. <laughs> <laughs> I slam it down and punch the closest person to me. I break the Crown Royal bottle over my head and I slurp what's left over. Pretty much. No, but I mean... I just don't see why, or it has to be those girls. Like yeah. she's a party girl; she only takes shots. Why does yeah. it have to just be shots? Why can't mm-hmm. I just enjoy, enjoy a drink. nice liquor? How okay, about beer? Well, let's take a quick survey because you mentioned Crown. So, how about you, Mike? What's your what's your liquor of indulgence? Um, I don't really have a specific brand, but probably some type of whiskey or, or bourbon is typically what I think I just find myself gravitate towards. Mix or straight? Honestly, lately straight. Just oddly, and I think that's kind of just getting old kind of thing because I used to be all about the the Coke and then I started you know uh, you know finding a can of Coca-Cola and if I didn't have that soda available then I didn't have any and now it's like the other day for no good reason I was just kind of stressed out just the week had been getting to me and I just poured a straight one right into a, into a little glass and it was fantastic I actually let myself taste mm-hmm. it and I think that's just kind of a natural progression of learning to appreciate stuff yeah. and it's not about getting wasted or yeah. anything crazy yeah. you know so but <laughs> Yeah, I think I find myself at least just kind of gravitating toward the the whiskeys and the and the bourbons. I'm not really a, a vodka or a gin or scotch. I'm yeah. I, I like those things too, but they don't. That's not what my mind calls for when I'm thinking of my yeah. my hard liquors. It's because you don't have a parlor. You need a parlor. That's true. So that's we true. appreciate a good scotch. That's true. How about you, Mario? Uh, I actually do enjoy vodka, just straight. So girly. Straight? You're yeah, a girl. Straight. You're a girl. Not only alcoholics drink it straight. No, no. I've never I'm I, not I, an I'm alcoholic. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> I'm not really an alcoholic. No, yeah, I mean I just like it straight. It's it's not it's rare that I do it anyway, but I mean like the liquor that we've had in our cabinet's been sitting for like ten years. So I mean it's aged, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> but, a new term. Is aged new light on Those dust particles just liven up the flavor. Like I mean, I don't Full know. Full bodied. Like, I mean, I say that because a white Russian. Usually, like if I have a mix, I'll so a girly drink. Is it really though? That's a girly drink. But see, you think so? It's got the okay, stigma. A girly right, drink. Right. You associate it. A it girly tastes like drink. A that, that's why we're making those jokes. Is because yeah, you, yeah, you hear a guy say coffee. vodka or cranberry vodka, and it's like, oh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. the classical quote, girly associative yeah. thing. Because, again, no, that's why I'm not, I'm not, I'm not say, but I'm not saying that at all yeah. either. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that to razz you, but like that's the yeah, thing. No. Like when you see movies, like people, I always drink vodka straight, and it's always because they're like, oh, does you can't smell it, you can't, you can't smell it on my breath, which isn't true. But that's <laughs> no, what they always say. True. So it's like an alcoholic thing. Yeah. So that's why I say like you drink it straight. Like no, no, well, I actually you know I mean? put it in an eyedropper and put it right in your eyeball, right in my eyeball. There you go, yeah. straight to your brain, like the ladies with the tampons soaking. And you, me. Uh, I would say, uh, yeah, definitely whiskey as well. Uh, I 
Actually, as I get older, because of various experiences throughout my life, I was I'm no longer able to take shots of tequila. I have, in in the in the present tense, but I, I try not to because it, it activates that gag reflex that, that that famous gag reflex of mine. But um, I'm getting better at I can I can enjoy tequila. I can sip it. Sipping I can sip is... nice, especially when it's chilled. It's got that kind of it starts to get kind of mm-hmm. gooey. You know what I mean? It gets that kind of weird. I prefer. I mean, sipping is the way Viscosity. to go. Oh. But uh, but normally I definitely uh, whiskey, whiskey either either straight or ice or with uh, nice. Sprite. I've even found, found myself not needing to have it chilled, like the the crown mm-hmm. straight, like yeah. not even having to chill that bad boy. It's just you mm-hmm. can actually taste the little yeah. descriptors on the label. I can actually start to get a feel for that. There's now. there's <laughs> one you should try. I'm gonna make you try at some point. We were so we were at a, a bar one night and um, and. Uh, uh, I was with uh, Adrian, and he's like, "Oh, let's have a shot of this stuff." And it's like literally like a, looks like a jar, just like one of those jars like that you a mason sit on. Jar. Your, yeah, some not a mason jar, but something that just sits on your shelf that doesn't have any purpose. If it's all dusty, yeah. anyways. And he's like, "Oh, can I get a?" Tells the girl, "Like, can I get two shots of those?" And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh, it's it's called Patty's. Like, it's a whiskey." And she's like, "Where is it?" And he's like, "Right there." And she's like, "The dusty one." And it, it, it literally it looks like. Like something you would keep like a frog in or something. It's just this gross, dusty old bottle, unmarked and whatever. Yeah. And uh, it was like the most. It it it's whiskey that tastes like tequila, which is like interesting, a bad thing for me. But <laughs> but anyway, so it was Did interesting. But you should try it. That, that was the point of my story. Is it make you try? It Sounds it, good. I'm it'll down. Ruin your I'm, life. I'm I'm down for like infusing. Infu- have you yeah. tried those where you infuse liquors and oh, they just take on different flavors? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Then you can just sip those for hours. That's, yeah. that's you know. I, I thought I hated Red Bull until the other day. I always assumed I hated Red Bull because <laughs> I, I I'd only had like those what is the uh, uh, Jaeger bombs? The bombs where right? you dip the yeah, shot yeah. into the glass of Red and Bull. Th- it's disgusting. Like it's the worst tasting thing <clears> on the planet. It's it's really the Jaeger that's disgusting. It tastes right. like Robitussin. Robitussin. Yeah. So their day, we were at a practice, and they had the Red Bull girls. Like they were going around and giving to the kickball people and stuff. And I was really thirsty. I'm like, hey, bring me a Red Bull, just because I wanted something free. But it was actually really good. <laughs> Granted, I was probably dehydrated, but it was really the Red really Bull good. Blueberry is phenomenal. Mm. And I've only had it once, but I actually got myself one because I didn't feel like having coffee, and I was absolutely dragging one morning, yeah. probably after doing this show, and because uh, <laughs> we stay up till three a.m. It's already eleven this, right now, getting this done, and. Uh, <laughs> I was very impressed. I actually took a shot. Nah, so I also dispelled Red Bull. But yeah. anyway. Next on your list. Next on my list. Oh, geez. There's so many to choose from. How, how about I throw out a few and y'all tell me what sounds exciting. Okay. Things that are usually associated with guys but women enjoy. Bloody steaks. Mm. Power. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Objectifying Damn. men. Mm, maybe y'all wouldn't enjoy that as much. No, no but we know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Because <laughs> we've never been subject to <laughs> objectification. objectification. <laughs> that's the, that's the, yeah. no experience. I don't that. know what that means. No one's ever objectified. And, and last on my list, although I, I don't know. Can y'all handle it? Sex. Oh, bloody steaks! Bloody steaks! <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the grill fired up. Ooh. Yeah, bloody steaks. Let's go. How bloody are you talking about? Like it was previously mooing, you could hear it. You pointed at it like a lobster. Even if it's still mooing as I eat it, I think I'm okay with that. And you know, I used to work at a. No, 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 not purple. That's not even (laughs) purple. (laughs) I want it breathing, pumping life through its veins. Children suckling. I want to cut into it and have it. 
it's not video. <laughs> calm down. I hope that my, you, you my, my just flipped. Check Mario's no, no, Ustream no. account. He's he just, no, it's not, it's not videotaping right now. Get a little too excited. We're videotaping this next episode. No, I I want some red in my steaks. And I used to work at a steakhouse, and so many women. I want it well done. I want it well done. And I do that voice because that's what they sounded like. And that's that's do that's the thing. I, I mean, only probably in the last maybe like five or six years have I really begun to enjoy like meat. Like you know, I was never a big meat person before that. But that's something I've I always kind of assumed is that like. Just in general, you don't usually hear women talk about meat or steak or that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, coming from the background you do working in that type of industry, do women usually eat a lot of steak? Uh, no, of or course not. Or do they not. get the chicken? Yeah, it would always be the women get the chicken. Mm. Women get the well, shrimp. And so when as, they would order steaks, it would be, you know, well, I want mine well done and I want it, you know, I, I don't even want to see any pink. Huh. Like, Why do you think that is? I don't. I don't get it. It's the blood. But why? Like, is it that it's disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were video taping. <laughs> no, jeez. That was yesterday. Well, uh, <laughs> it's not some sort of, like, Freudian... <laughs> oh, or 20 years ago. <laughs> we'll leave that to you guys to figure out. I think, I think, you know, it's... Oh, my God, it's bleeding. It's not It's not cooked. It's going to kill me. They're wusses. I mean, it's you want to be able to taste... You know the flavors yeah. that are there, and it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to eat you. It's not going to like come to life. Like, and you know, wh- why isn't there like a female grill master show? Like, why is yes. it yeah, Bobby yeah, Flay true. and Emerald? Well, I know well, he's a chef, right? But like the the grill people, type. right? Like mm-hmm. the no, they're all baking. That's it. They're all baking. They're all barefoot in the kitchen <laughs> making empanadas. I'd rather see them make steaks. And when I was pregnant, the thing that I the thing that I craved the most was bloody steaks. And of course, joke was on me. I couldn't have them undercooked because I was pregnant. But as soon as I wasn't anymore. Yes. We'll see, Bring and, I'm, and I'm not saying it like that way, but I'm saying that, that they feed into that stereotype, and yeah. they do. Oh well, we're gonna bake. Well, yeah. Well, why don't you do a, a steak or something yeah. like that? You know. Oh yeah. That's the guy. That's the guy's job to get on the grill, be outside, grill it out. Well, you know. Well, and when we saw this episode, episode of uh, Giada, and she's making steaks, and I'm so excited for her. And she's baking the damn things, baking uh, them, baking a steak. topping them with cheese and something else. And I'm going, get out on the grill, girl. Come Cause on. Because that would be. I don't. I don't. Oh. I don't watch. I don't have cable, so I don't watch the cooking shows. And I didn't. When I did have cable, I didn't cook. So now I kind of <laughs> now, now, now I kind That's of, an incredible correlation. <laughs> now that I kind of cook, I'm, I would probably be interested in it. But as a viewer of television, that's something that would be a really cool idea. Is to have like a woman like grilling. That's the show. She's like in a bikini, grilling steaks. <laughs> wow! Wow! I mean, I mean, I'm talking and about we you know, just to celebrate her body, celebrating the body. She should feel confident. And in summer's coming. Right? Be a summer show. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's, my other it's, topic so, it's so hot outside. Yeah, yeah. And like all her What's friends that? will be at the yeah. table and they're just taking shots. And just, ah, Would you rather her start off with the regular grill and the apron? And she's like, oh, it's just so hot yeah, out here. Just I've so got to just, hold and, on, guys. And, let me get into my outfit. As we put it up to 600 get, degrees, exactly. I'm going to have to take my top off. And just like oh, grease just, burn. I'm just sweating like, everywhere. Yeah. Yep, barefoot. That's a great show. No, high heels and bikini, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so objectifying. <laughs> okay, you know it's it's interesting. I was I was at the mall with my sister the a uh, few weeks ago, and these two absurdly which mall was it? Uh, La Cantera. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> mall. <laughs> and these two abs- all the way. <laughs> it's an H E B now. Oh, oh no no! no. <laughs> Is it a university now? 
You should be trolling for guys at the Fiesta. That's, that's only, uh, only the locals will get this part. Anybody yeah. yeah. com. Andy, Andy. Sidestep that one. So these these two ab- absurdly beautiful men walked by us, and I mean, my sister and I. I mean, we're we're pretty decent looking people. You know, we're not completely tragic. And <laughs> these two guys walk by, and uh, we look at each other, and of course, we look them up and down. Wow. Yeah. But then we look at each other and we go, man, that'd be a lot of upkeep for ourselves. <laughs> I have to keep up with that. But sure, we'd like that trophy on our arms. Yeah, were they cut or not? <laughs> were they shredded? Were they the meatheads? Were they shredded? And, I mean, you know, they were, I mean, I, I don't know. Was there a V-neck involved? Mm, there was a button up. Was there a pair of jeans with a cross in the butt? Oh, God. <laughs> Bejeweled. No, I think we oh, stay God. away from those guys. <laughs> were they scruffy like, or clean? A little bit of scruff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But you know, we, women objectify more than I think men think we objectify. And we try and hide it pretty well because you guys well, don't hide it as, as best as the, you would think. Back in the 90s, a lot of women went nuts for uh, Brad Pitt. And that was like really obvious for the first few years that he was popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he still uh, frequents my dreams. Yeah. But, he, but he's, kind, question, he's kind of bathed like, or unbathed because wow. as we found out he doesn't bathe bo oh. or no bo oh, no. yeah no that was the big thing was like a lot of women gonna, were like what doesn't, doesn't matter they don't care they were like oh i don't care but i'm tired now of where it's gone to where <laughs> where all we get now and i mean i love the gay population but all we get are these like gay guys in magazines who you're going i know he's gay i like can't the, me- the metrosexual yeah, i can't objectify oh. him because i can't have him his boyfriend does and yeah. that's not cool <laughs> for me i want like a guy guy that i can objectify so the, then so, since we, while we have you what is a guy guy yeah there Figure, we go it's what's your take on, on yeah on that. okay so i mean take some notes michael john john ham yeah Ugh. tall dark and handsome i mean i think i speak for he has no neck does he a decent amount of women when i say it's on the back of a milk carton, right? What? <laughs> John Ham is John Ham. Am I thinking the right guy? I don't know. He's yeah. like so a, definitely we want yeah, a neck. I, I think a neck. <laughs> I think all of the okay, anatomical so parts, John you Hamm know, that matter. Neck. Yeah. No, tall, dark, and handsome. I, I think is is what I I would definitely think the ladies would agree with. And you know, it's like and, an or- Ernest Borgnine, <laughs> like a like a Mickey Rooney <laughs> or Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. He does it for me right there. <laughs> okay. So, how about we just go down the list and you tell us, like, yay or nay? Uh, Hot or not? Hot Le- yeah, Ooh, yes. Like, oh, I love this. So, Liam Neeson. Hot. Ewan McGregor. Oh, God. Okay. That I can't even. I'm. You'll have to excuse Jamie me for Fox. a moment. Having a moment over Jamie Ewan Fox. McGregor. No, no. Stop. Don't take away from my Ewan McGregor moment. That's wow. not okay. It's because it's the accent, too. Okay. The accent a- does it. I, you know. Um, Hugh Jackman. Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you said the accent. I, they meant any accent. I, I, I don't know who that guy is, unfortunately. But I'll say, no one. I don't know. No he one. Jack- Jack- no, I don't know. What about okay. with the accent? Maybe. Okay, so then Toby Maguire. No. <laughs> Whoa. No. That's I can. Patrick Stewart. Philip yes. Seymour Hoffman. Okay, explain. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Too, too, soon, soon. too soon. What? Man. God. <laughs> okay, okay, quick, quick, get this, get this back on. Heath Ledger. <laughs> what were you say, Patrick Stewart? Yeah, <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Like yeah. what, twenty years ago, or like current? No, like Patrick Stewart now. I mean, he's a he's a gray fox. Is that what we call them? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I the guy's ripped. That. Have you yeah. seen him? 
I have not. <laughs> no, we have I, not. I mean, y'all need to objectify did. on St. Patrick Stewart a little bit. <clears throat> okay, so let, let's let's stay with you on your topic. As a guy, sexy guy, go like oh. like um Wait, if you like a man crush. Yes. Yeah. Or man yeah, crush. Yeah. When I when I think of something someone I wish I looked like, where I just see them like I wish oh, I looked okay. like that yeah. guy. I think of like uh, Peter Croza from Six Feet Under. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I also like like the. Because I'm kind of baby faced, I like, but this guy actually pulls it off properly. He's like Noah Wiley from uh, oh, ER yeah. mm-hmm. and Falling Skies. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, to me, skies that's also. like that's man crush kind of guy, or like the way um, like Tom Hiddleston now. You know, oh. that's uh, you know those are just guys that just you know they 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 own it, but they're not too much, and they have that whatever <laughs> that factor. You just like kind of like a, there's certain songs you wish you wrote. There's certain guys yeah. you wish you looked like. Yeah. Those are the you know I. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. That's fine. We can, that we can just sling on that. Right? That's good. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Mario? Who's your man crush? Uh, I, you know, it, it's funny because like, I, I prefer him way back when, but if I could look like him now, Trent Reznor. Because he's hmm. freaking oh, built, yeah. man. He's buff. He is a now, beautiful, he doesn't beautiful have a neck, man. But that's because it's all muscle. He's buff. That's, yeah. I, I'd, say, I'd say yoke on him. him. <laughs> I'd say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Like the uh, fucking <laughs> thing, man. Like the what's it called? The stocks. The stocks. <laughs> you now, now, Rick, you the need yolk. to go. You need to go for like a trio, uh, a trio and trial, a trio of like Billy Howardell, Maynard Keenan, and Billy Corgan. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Three bald men. <laughs> Your sexy bald wow. rock stars. Oh, oh man. God. Okay, so uh, which I'd one's say, the I'd eunuch? <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the bald guys. I mean, hey, that's what Patrick Stewart has going for him too. The bald. No, but see, I that's would okay. agree. Like, I, okay. you say Patrick Stewart, and I don't think you're crazy. I'm like, yeah, yeah he's he's a yeah. badass. Yeah. Patrick but Stewart the, is a badass. Liam Neeson, I don't get the guys. He's also a badass. Dude, have you seen, Taken? Have okay, you seen he's Taken? Yeah, he's like I, six six. He will he kill you, and then he'll find you. But then he'll find you. He's a very particular set of skills. One of them is killing Mario. Okay, maybe maybe way back when, what was the movie that he did? High Spirits. Where he was the that was Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, but he was the ghost. Okay, he just was, stop. Um, was, really? What, yeah, what, that was. Look it up. Look, look it up. It. IMDb. That. What shit. about what about he, he um, was he was shitty in Dark Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was Dark for someone Man. to defend it. Got to pull out all the stops. <laughs> what about uh, that movie with uh, Steve Martin where he's the cop? Where Steve Martin's a cop? No, Liam Neeson's a cop. It's like one of his early movies, the oh. Keeping the Faith movie. What about Seth MacFarlane? Oh, like, yeah. doesn't he have like? Don't they make fun of him? They kind of like question his sexuality because of his like perfectly quaffed and eyebrows his, his and stuff like teeth. that. Yeah, that's that's right. Metro. That's it's, metro. It's too is much. That, okay. You that's can't what I objectify that. You can't objectify that because there has to be a certain amount of grizzly to your guy. You have to be He's able. A little too androgynous, maybe. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> maybe I'm taking it a little maybe, too maybe far. That's the, maybe that's. <laughs> Maybe that's the word to use. He's Mar- Marilyn Manson on the cover of an album. He that's wasn't high spirits. <laughs> Mario's right. Thank high you. Spirits. Congratulations, Mario. <clears throat> so Liam Neeson back then, I can agree. Like She's saying now, though, Mario. Old. She's saying I'd Neeson say now. now. Uh, I don't know. I can't. Peter Plunkett. Come on. In every single movie he's in, he's a badass. How about, and he uh, has the voice. Alan Rickman. That's true. He does. Oh, my goodness. Alan Rickman could just talk to me and... Things would Alan Rickman, Die Hard, or Alan Rickman now? Any of Alan the Rickman above. Alan Rickman in Robin Hood. Love Actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I Harry have Potter. The, I'm not a see, Harry Potter. Now I no. still say to this day that whoever did the costuming for Harry Potter stole Alan Rickman's 
Professor Snape look from Trent Reznor's Downward Spiral yes. days. It's like oh, identical. Yeah. If you Google <laughs> yeah. both of those names, they're like identical. <laughs> they stole the greasy long hair look. You mean from that Trent. wasn't Trent? Wow. I'm kidding. Yeah, pretty much. No, I had the pleasure of seeing <laughs> Mr. Rickman live and in the flesh on Broadway in a uh, a play a few years Ooh. back, and after the show, got to meet him. Wow. Say hi. He signed my uh, playbill, and whereas uh, everybody else, you know, he just kind of signed your playbill. Yeah. Whoa, is that what they call it now? Yeah. The yeah. playbill. That's right. I just whipped it out, and he signed it. <laughs> is that like wow. The- but uh, no, uh, you know, he actually gave me a nod and a smile, and I mean, I could have just died playbilled right there. <laughs> wow. So Mario prestiges some women playbill. <laughs> ah, now it all makes sense. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so so obviously So you obviously you didn't mention yours. What? That who you would look yeah, want to look like or Oh my man crushes. Your man crushes. I've got a list. <clears throat> got a list. Colin Farrell. Colin oh, Farrell. Yeah. That's no. my first and my only Colin Farrell's his boyfriend. Ben Affleck. Colin Colin Farrell bad, sleeps bad above his Ben bed. Affleck. Have you you saw fucking the town, man? Yes. No, and he was awesome he in the town. Don't get me wrong. Seen he was awesome yet? in the yeah. town. He's absolutely. What do you mean yet? I've always seen it. No, it's, <laughs> I saw it before they made it. <laughs> I knew about it before they dreamt the script. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like in that movie, that dude is like, there's like yeah. the guy directed yeah, he it. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna make sure I get ripped because I'm directing this movie. I gotta have a scene where I'm just like doing pull-ups for no reason. Yeah, and that's doing, that's that's fine. He's I insanely buff in that oh. movie. I've got I've and got one to ask for mine because I only shredded. had one. Not see that's I've the thing about objectifying. Arrow. Mario needs to get his men out there. <laughs> just, <laughs> just one more, just one more. Uh, the guy from Arrow, I don't know his name. Well, the the Arrow? TV show Arrow. Bill Bixby Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not it. No, I don't remember the guy's name, but Johnny C. Miller. So you're objectifying him is what you're saying. I don't even know your name, but the guy the guy is so buff. No, no, like he does like pull-ups where he's got a bar that goes on these notches. That's called a penis. He's got this bar where he yanks on. He just pulls no, on it until it gets. It's pull-ups. It's, until it gets hard. It's pull-ups, but it's like after each pull-up, he jumps it to the next notch up. This sounds like asphyxiation <laughs> deprivation. Uh, just oh, it's like Vision Quest when they got the pegs. No, no, it sounds like Ninja Warrior. <laughs> yeah, it's like yes, Ninja Warrior. Like Thank you. Ninja Warrior. There you go. Yeah. No, but there there is a thing. I, I, At a cooking show. Not too much. Not too much, Mario. You can't be too shredded. No, no, he's then not I can't that objectify shredded. that because. He's you not know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Mr. Universe or anything like to, that. He's, to all the men folk out there, I mean, yeah, I still need to be able to like cuddle with you at night. I said it. Mm-hmm. See, I'm very cuddly. I, I don't want to cuddle with rock. Means fat. I'm and very, some of those guys, they can't close their arms. Yeah, exactly. So unless you're <laughs> unless you're 400 pounds, they can't actually hug you. Yeah. Otherwise, they're oh, just man. like... How do you get to the gym that way? <laughs> I pick things up, I put them down. And if they were to hug you, it'd probably crush you, crush your head. And then it's too much upkeep for me. They need to have a little bit of flaw to them. Because so, you, then, so, you can, so you can hold them in their place. Yeah. Like, wow. A little bit of flaw to them. <laughs> so manipulative. That, that way I don't have to be like, you know. Well, you know, that that one eyebrow on your head just takes everything else away. <laughs> Here, I, got you a, I got to get you a gift certificate. So, sono bello. What's it called? I'm going to dip your face in acid so you won't be too hot. <laughs> okay, so so Batfleck apparently is. So, I guess you're excited about the new movie. <laughs> So you, you said Colin Farrell because I know that's legit. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Affleck. Who else? That's as far as I got. Because you need to know. Well, guy. that's why I bring it back to you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know me. I forget thoughts. If if I go um, thirty seconds without thinking about it, it's gone. I think I would have to. I would have to go with Liam Neeson too. That dude. Yeah. That dude's awesome. Because yeah. it's like oh Denzel Washington. Yeah. Yes. I'd also put him. Yes. Yeah. Because you have to figure like these people are not only like you know kind of unequivocally attractive people. But they're also like 
great actors, which helps because no matter who they are, what they're doing in any movie, you just go, oh, I wish I was that. Yeah. Whatever he's doing, I wish I was that. It's I wish I was shooting wolves. You know, like, yeah, definitely. I think know. it's the power is uh, allows us to objectify because it's like, I want to be yeah. him. <laughs> well, if I were a guy. You want to be in him. Well. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <clears throat> All right. Well, yeah, we're we're almost at an hour, guys. So uh, we were gonna have another topic, but I guess we're just gonna give you guys another extra episode eventually. That so, sounds yes. awesome. Yeah, sounds and hopefully have you back on as well. Yeah, All right. just keep it rolling. Definitely, All good right. time. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for being on. Absolutely, see, it was thank awesome you for thank you for being on. I hope you appreciate it because it yeah. was the only time you'll ever be on. <laughs> <laughs> I, back, I hope you back come back to the many cage. Times. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> God. <laughs> Throw me a steak, all right? That'll be Medium. nice and bloody. Medium. We'll throw you a steak and Liam Neeson. Oh. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. Anyone. Okay, fine. Everybody. Ewan everybody you, you want. You, you as long as you live in the cage, you can have everyone you uh, want. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. All righty. Thanks for so tuning thoughtful. into uh, It's a Girl Thing podcast. Uh, you can catch up with us online, www.itsaguythingpodcast.com. <laughs> I'm just going to let that roll. I don't even care. Tinga, tinga, tinga. <laughs> all that vodka. Maybe I should, <laughs> maybe I should lead us out. Now, now, we do have a uh, Google voicemail now, 210-802-1197. If you want to call in your feedback, if you want, we can play it on the show. Let make, us know when you're recording. And the donkey sure you, lady answers. And uh, <laughs> make sure you use your sexy voice when you call in because... Yeah. Okay, you got to demonstrate a sexy voice because we don't have sexy voices, so... No, your voice is all sexy. All of them. Hi. Hey there. Just calling in. Yeah, that's all I can do. It's not a sexy <laughs> voice. That was a beat. It's disco. That was, that was a sexy you know, beat. You know, that's I know we already closed beat. out, but I was curious to know if there's such a thing as like hitting on a girl with a pickup line and if that actually works. Like, oh, oh, pick up, yeah. do oh, pickup lines work on, on girls? Uh, yeah, I think if they're cute enough. Wow. Oh, so it goes back to the looks. Yeah. It doesn't no, no, matter no, no, what no, you no. say. The line is the line. We have no shot. Oh, We've got I mean, if you're just like, nice shoes want to fuck, that's not going to be enough Whoa. for me. Whoa. Wow. Nobody oh, talks nice. like that. But if now you're we have like... to slap explicit on this episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> you have to put explicit. Actually, they do talk like that, and that's why we get nothing. Oh, yeah. those. It's those jerks who are like, no, I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. Get inside my trunk now. You know, but if the pickup line... Got your mom holding it for ransom. That's, that's gonna do it for me but if the pickup line is cute enough but what if the guy's ugly and he still has a great what if he has the best pickup line ever and he's like like the guy from Goonies like just oh my god, oh my god. Guys. that's so racist what if, his, what, if his, what if his right eye is behind his left ear I mean is that still gonna okay, work okay look you know at the end of the day we're all gonna look like the guy from Goonies when we're all 80 years old I'm, I'm sorry you know well, yeah, everything's gonna start 30s. everything's gonna start to sag so uh, the uh, sense of humor the intelligence the wittiness is going to uh, last a yeah, lot so learn to walk on your time. hands <laughs> all right, do the guys. tricks <laughs> awesome. Thanks again. Peace. Absolutely. Thanks. Take care, guys. <laughs>
Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. 